0: Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 180 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to open the show this week with a quote from one of my literary idols, Matt Haig, and an excerpt from his new book, The Comfort Book. And it's called Your Most Treasured Possession. The present is known. The future is unknown. The present is solid. The future is abstract. Ruining the present by worrying about the future is like burning your most treasured possession simply because you might one day lose other possessions that you don't own yet. I started this podcast for two reasons, because I want to help people recognize the power of stories and humor in speaking, and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. What's up? How are you? Boy, it's hot in the UK. Now, I know that you might be somewhere that makes our 28 degrees seem like an autumn day, but we're just not set up as a country to deal with extremes of summer or winter, or in fact, autumn. You can knock out a whole rail service with a few leaves on the track in this country. I think we're we're not prepared on purpose, because as you know, the weather is a massive topic of conversation in the UK. And if everything worked beautifully across the Four Seasons then we'd have nothing to talk about. Anywho, enough of that. We've got plenty to talk about on this show, and today is all about how to get more confident about remembering your talk. So, in my experience, the impact of the fear of forgetting what you want to say manifests itself in three big ways. First, there are the group of people who put off or give up on their dream of speaking and sharing their message. And this can lead to negative self-talk, low self-worth, and the anger and frustration of comparisonitis. Then there are the people who compensate for this fear of forgetting by having their talk as text on their slides or having a full script that they read from. And this is going to sabotage their success because the audience will become bored and disengaged. Then there's the third group, which I call the Wing It Brigade. They're also compensating for the fear, but they do it by not preparing properly. Very few people will do a good talk under these circumstances, and it's more likely their message will be rambling, and maybe the audience will be paying attention, but only in the way that people do when a car crash is happening. In this show, you're going to hear me working with one of my TSC Live members who wanted to get some tips for remembering her talks. And then after the excerpt, I'm going to go a bit deeper to expand a bit on a few of the points that come up in that coaching conversation. So if you'd also like to improve your recall and content confidence, then I know you're going to find this useful too. Thank you very much to Cheryl and Donna for allowing me to share this audio. Cheryl is a decision-making expert who specializes in increasing leadership team performance, and she'll be coming onto the show to talk about that in the near future. And Donna has a fabulous award-winning tea company that supports independent tea farmers around the world and helps people discover the sensational taste adventure that is real tea. And I've put a link to Donna's website in the show notes too. Okay, enough of that. Let's go over to the audio now.
1: Yes, so how do I remember things?
2: <laughs> so my first question to you is, um, how do you remember things? But in life, I mean, how do you remember things in life, important things?
1: Um, I am bad because everything falls up my head and I have to write it down.
2: Okay, so what about song lyrics?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um I don't know. That's a
2: really interesting question. Do you do you you do you know song lyrics? Are you fond of
1: music? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But I don't know. Well how do you how do you learn them? Well, it's repetition. So it's good. We're just be- gonna say I need to practice more, don't we? <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to hear. <laughs> I was like what I was trying to do was like how was it in my head how how was everything sorted in my head and I'm like okay no this is what she's getting at
2: <laughs> so when I used to do my stand-up comedy so I would do an hour stand-up comedy show and I would I would learn little chunks first so little chunk learn it um, and i um, you know I'm, no, I'm never advocating you to be become a script monkey or a robot or anything like that but you have to get very familiar with your content in order to then inject the personality into it. So mm-hmm. so when I did my stand up, I would learn little chunks. And then once that little chunk was learned, it would be um um what's the word? Distilled down to like a bullet point for that chunk. And yep. then the next chunk. So I would end up and you'll see comedians. I've probably said this before, you'll see comedians doing this because they've got bullet points. If they don't know their set very well, they've got bullet points here. So they'll be like, oh that's the next bit um and and it is just it is just you know I'm just learning lines for a play now I think we've got them but it, it's it's repetition okay. um and you may not be word perfect but you'll be close enough mm-hmm. and then it's just having those bullet points but i think there is another element to this which is letting go and trusting yourself because <laughs> i always say to people you are the expert right that's the first thing this is your story most of the time it's a lived experience you know we talked about this in the snackable story challenge it's a lived experience so as long as you for instance know the key points you want to hit within reason um and and the having those to keep you on track then I think you you it comes to a point where you just have to trust yourself and let go because you know the right words I truly believe that the right words will come That doesn't mean don't look at it and, and, you know, don't do any prep, but you have to let go. Cheryl, sorry.
3: Could I just give you um, a little case study? Um, For my sins, I was coaching um, a sales team from one of the big um, accountancy companies. They were pitching for the Littlewoods account, as in Littlewoods, the... um, at that time, it was the pools, it was, it was the, um, on, you know, the, the books that you buy from and all the rest of it. And this individual who was um, supposed to be bidding, he was tall, he was impressive, and he was utterly hopeless. And I mean, utterly hopeless. Uh, that was on the Friday. He came in on the Monday, and there were the senior people. Uh, from the practice I just said to him forget your cards he put them to one side and he did the most brilliant presentation he went into Little Woods and he got the contract no difficulty he just needed that he- hefty push and he was over the line
2: Thank you Cheryl that's a brilliant story um, I might use that myself at some point I say I know this lady blah
3: blah blah um, Please do <laughs> <laughs>
2: that what what is happening as well is you've heard me talk about the creator and the critic so when you whenever it whatever it's going in front of the camera i don't know how it was friday did you hear did the voice come up Friday at any point saying oh you're going to get this wrong you never remember this or that was wrong and then it stopped you from the next bit
1: it came it did um it was okay so i asked him to do the the little promo thing first and actually it was, it was funny sorry side side story here and um, he was like oh yeah you need to make sure that you introduce yourself first and last and I'm like no that's not her. we're doing it we're doing it this way <laughs> and because I, I've been practicing like all weekend like literally I was walking down the street um like practicing to my husband <laughs> and he's just it was which is quite interesting because he just started talking to me about it and I was just like I'm practicing and so I know it's not a conversation
2: but that's perfect it really yeah. is
1: so I, I asked, I asked the guy, because I'd had this in my head for so long, I was like, just want to get it out there, I just want to get it filmed, and um, so I asked him to do that first, and he was actually after, we did two takes of it, I think it was, and after that, he was like, that was great, I'm so glad you didn't follow what I told you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, good. But yeah, so anyway, so during doing the the 20-minute the thing was a bit like for for the promo I didn't even bother with bullet points because I'd done it for so so many times you know and the visuals when you when you were saying you know bring everything back to like that dusty box of tea bags in the cupboard I kept on like even at the end I think I think I'd forgotten to do it for like the end bit and I was like can we just do that a little bit again and I brought it all back so when he does that final cut um I should get that soon um so I did have bullet points but I only had like about five or six of them or something like that but I would get to the end of a, like a section and I would be like I don't know what I'm saying now <laughs> but because he's you know because it's being edited in and, and I think it was a good way for me to start doing that because I had that kind of safety net almost yeah. um so we did the like retakes but there was definitely like I got to the end of the thing and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing now <laughs> wait a minute I'm gonna have a look at my bullet points
2: so that's I mean I think yeah and because it's being edited it's on video I think that's fine and you, you know so you you absolutely nailed your thing, your first thing, so That's fantastic. Mm. Now there is another thing that you can do, and I, I'm, I will hold my hand up. And I think I've told you guys before, I will use sometimes an auto cue. So if I, if I am doing a long, so we're about to probably well in the near future we're doing some re-recording for some new courses or you know we're replacing stuff, and I'll use an auto but I still practice my stuff. And obviously I'm experienced with an autocue. So you probably wouldn't know that I'm reading it because we put it at such a point that I'm not going like this, which is really distracting. So, so autocues are fine, um, but you've still got to keep your personality and, and practice so that it's familiar. It just keeps you on track. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, if that's something that you needed to use, then that would be completely fine too. But I think, um, I think you did fine. It sounds fine. But if you're going to do that 20 minute as a live thing, then just learn the chunks a little bit more and then, and, and also the overarching structure. So, you know, that part goes to that part, goes to that part, goes mm-hmm.
1: to that part. I'm thinking that I maybe I was concentrating too much on what I was actually saying rather than trying to learn the structure. And I think that's maybe what let me down with that. The
2: one final thing to say on this point to you, Donna, is when you came on the webinar, you should have got. Uh, downloadable the heart map
1: yes 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 I did yes
2: okay so when I say keep the high level structure in, in mind that would be like a great guide I mean it might not fit exactly but it might so the intro so your lightning bolt intro your story then the objections then the teaching points. so you kind of the aim of that heart map is so that you can keep on track okay that you do a version of that yourself so you know for each of those chunks what you're doing and then that together but you have the you hold the big picture of your talk in your mind because you know what you're doing for each of those bits. Okay okay I'll have a look so, at that. So you know it and you know, it could be the Starbucks con is the big idea story. So then mm. you know Starbucks con I'm covering there um objection one um, would be about you know making the tea how long it takes and all that good stuff so I'm dealing with that so so you can literally just keep that in mind if you've got that somewhere that would be um, a useful tool for for the future as well or or a version of it you can sort of do your own version of it mm-hmm. but as a guide cool uh, any more questions
1: no I I think that's it actually um... was that helpful at all? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, apart from the fact that it's just rehearsing.
2: <laughs> where's the magic? I'm oh, sorry. Well, the, I
1: mean, the, the magic is that
2: there are some people who even after rehearsal can't get it because they haven't got these other tricks. So at least, you know, if you've got the the high level structure, the, you know, the bullet points and you trust yourself and let go, and you're just going to have to let go of that voice as well. Yeah. Sure.
3: Sorry about this. Um, I don't know if you're using visuals, Donna, but I created my uh, PowerPoint presentation so that I had a a structure to follow. And I had quite a lot of words. And as I've rehearsed it, I've gradually reduced the number of words because I've now internalized what the main messages are. So it's, it's, Sarah will be delighted to know It's simpler. It has words still, but they're very focused and not too many of them. So that's a technique that you could just try. What I'm suggesting is that you actually produce a number of slides in PowerPoint, rehearse them, and then you'll be able to just put it to one side because you've now internalized it.
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. there. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yep, I'll, take, I'll keep that in mind. That could be quite good for future.
0: Okay, hope you enjoyed that. Now, here are the points that I want you to take away from this. First of all, you absolutely can do this. If you can remember an urban myth, song lyrics, a nursery rhyme, or a story that's been passed down in your family for generations, then you can remember your talk. Secondly, have an outline structure for your talk so that you know the big picture and can hold it in your mind to keep you on track. My story led speaking heart map blueprint is the structure I teach my students. And it not only makes sure that your talk has the right ingredients to engage and sell your message, but it makes it easy to keep your talk on track. Now, rather the next point is rather than learn the whole thing. It is much easier to break your talk down into segments or chunks as per your high level structure and learn those before putting it all together. Okay, next point. Unless you know your content, it will be impossible to make it sound natural or conversational, to inject the performance elements that will make it engaging and connect it to your audience. And that's because you'll likely be in your head worrying about what comes next or second guessing what you just said and whether it was right next point once you've rehearsed and you're confident you know your outline and your key messages then you've heard me say this before on the show time and time again if you're a regular listener then it's time to let it go and trust that the right words will come just as in Cheryl's helpful example you're the expert and you know your stuff stay present stay connected and shine Okay, next, your creator and critic sides both have important roles to play in making you successful, but they don't work well together. When you're in creation, rehearsal and performance mode, you need to park your critic. They come front and centre for editing, reviewing and researching. Next, as I always drum into my students, make them care about you before you share about you. You will have heard in that excerpt Donna say that she insisted in delaying her intro in the promo video she was shooting. And that's because she knows, after working with me, that until you've got people's attention and piqued their interest, they won't care what you or your company name and mission are. Donna also mentioned how the dusty tea bag in the cupboard metaphor that we came up with was so powerful for the golden thread of her promo. That it kept her on track, and finding your golden thread metaphor will help you land your message and keep you focused too. Next, we talked about auto cue, and as I said, it's absolutely fine to use this, but just make sure you set it up correctly, get the right distance between you and the auto cue, and still get familiar with your content so that you don't look like you're obviously reading. And lastly. There is no magic wand I can wave to replace rehearsal and practice. A great talk is a golden asset with a massive ROI and it's absolutely worth you investing the time to prep it, practice it and nail it. There you go. I hope that that has shown you that you have all the resources you need to remember your message. But if you do want extra support, accountability and a safe space to come and test your messaging, get coaching and practice uh, in your speaking and storytelling, then my Speaking Club Live membership might just be perfect for you. Why not come and try it for a month? Meet Cheryl and Donna and the rest of the gang. Just go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club. Well, that's it from me. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed the show and you get value from it, please take a couple of minutes to leave a rating or review if you haven't already done so. And you can do that at ratethispodcast.com tsc T-S-C. I will catch you next time. But in the meantime, as you know, go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye bye. Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker, yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content, structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of The Speaking Club Live! Each week we'll be focusing on a different aspect of business speaking from pitching to presenting to videos and lives. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humor, and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.